Hey up there, everybody, and welcome to Caffeination 528. I do believe that is the correct episode number. This is the perfect edition here of the Caffeination Podcast. Uh, we are far from it, but we're attempting to do something fun here today. Uh, I am Paul. This is Steve. And uh, we're going to attempt to actually make a show. I'm not sure how uh, easily and smoothly that this is going to go, but uh, I'm more than a little tired. We're going to get to the geeky this week in just a second or two. You are listening to the Caffeination Podcast. We are the high-octane world of caffeine culture and technology news. We are located lovingly over at www.caffination.com. If you are looking to send comments, feedback, suggestion, hate mail, please feel free to do so at caffeination at gmail.com. You can reach me directly at paul at caffeination.com. Or Steve at caffeination.com. That's for him, not for me. But yeah, we have a uh, a pretty interesting show lined up for you today. Today's show is sponsored in part by the Puzzle Piece Productions. We are the missing piece to your web design needs. We have a lot of fun stuff to to talk about today, so I think we should uh, we should get going. Yeah, I think so. Transform and roll out. That's right. You tell them, Optimus. All right, uh, we're, we're trying to do some fun things here. Not sure if every anything's actually going to work out, but uh, I, I think we might be able to pull this off. Just, just maybe, maybe. All right. Um, what'd you do, Geeky, this week, good sir? Uh, I actually started playing uh, Versus in Gears of War, and I've been uh, rocking out like nobody's business since I started. That, that's pretty I, cool. I think I uh, popped up at least. Eight, le- eight, uh, eight levels since I started. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I got, uh, well, last week I, I wanted to mention we didn't do a show. It was my birthday last week. So uh, it, I got Gears of War. No, I had Gears of War. I got Mass Effect 3 but from my parents, and I've been playing that over the weekend. So you're going to need to hold all my calls. haven't really done much else <laughs> besides play that. Uh, work was been, has been kind of fun because we uh, actually had some laser cutter issues where uh, somebody done gone and broke both of the lenses on our big ones. And uh, I had a student ask me, he's like, well, you need the lens to use a laser cutter? Yeah, you kind of do because that's where the whole laser thing happens. You know, It focuses it down, kind of like a magnifying glass and you burn the leaves. Except we're not burning leaves, we're, we're, we're trying to cut like plywood and stuff. And, so. and these are college students asking these questions? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you pulled one of the lenses out and it was completely covered with soot. And they're like, well, what happened there? Well, when you hit set things on fire and you, you set it too high and it, the smoke it went everywhere, it kind of covered the lens. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there, there's fun little things that we've been uh, ha- have, have, have had happening. See, what had happened was... So we have a lot of uh, interesting little stories. Some of them are online, some of them are offline. I told, I was telling everybody this week, so many different little irritating things have happened, and, and I have enough restraint to know when I shouldn't talk about them on Facebook right. or talk about them on Twitter, even though it's really tempting. So what I want to do is create a Twitter account that has absolutely no co- uh, idea of what time it is and just feed it random hateful things that are in my head and just have it you know just spew them out randomly i'm gonna obfuscate them so that there's absolutely no you know uh you know it's not gonna be like you know jeff really bothered me today i can't even (laughs) believe what kind of tool bag he is but you know like the the, you know the, the wonderful little uh uh, passive-aggressive things that people would normally say on Twitter and Facebook to get a rise out of other people. I want to feed them in there and then just have it throw them out randomly. It could be when I'm asleep. It could be when I'm at a meeting. So this way there's no kind of a time data right. to kind of tie it down to something somebody specifically did. But I'll still feel good about sending it out. Either that or I'll just keep it to myself like I have been. Like a, <laughs> but, yeah, there's there's some people that need to be tweeted about. <laughs> 
All right, uh, so we already did the geeky this week. We're going to dig on into the geek cruft section here at the Caffeination Podcast. Um, when I used to build forts, did you ever build forts in the woods? No. Never? I, I used to build uh, bike ramps. and. Okay. Yeah, there there was a... Uh, we used to build forts and everything. I actually lost a couple of my dad's tools down the, the, the <laughs> in the woods because, you know, I, I apparently left them there overnight. And you can't just leave things in the woods overnight. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he yelled at me pretty good about that. <laughs> I think I lost one of his good saws and stuff like that. So I uh, figured that out pretty quick. Tree houses are really hard to build when you have no clue what you're doing. Um <laughs> So, uh, you know, we, we built forts, we did all kinds of fun stuff, and, you know, in Boy Scouts we did all kinds of other fun stuff, you know, you build little uh, tents and lean-tos and things like that, but I never thought I'd do what these two weirdos did, uh, and, and I just, I haven't been able to figure out exactly what they're trying to do. Um, these two gentlemen in the middle of Utah, not really sure what else there is to do in the middle of Utah, but Stephen Rutowski and Kai Matthew Christensen. Uh, both young adults rigged a little fort, so it looks, you know, like a little palisade of, uh, of, uh, of sticks and stuff up there, and then they kind of rigged some medieval-style booby traps in there, and I'm not talking like, you know, I used to do with, you know, fishing line and, or anything like that, we're talking like <laughs> massive rope-swinging, rock-crushing, um, this is the kind of stuff that you'd see in, like... I don't know, like some kind of like timepiece movie. Yeah. I mean, they had this one thing. It's like a giant boulder with all kinds of lovely spikes that was set to a tripwire, so that when you went over the tripwire, it would swing down. And they had it measured so that it would hit you in the face. Oof. I mean, that's that's pretty wicked. There's another tripwire that was set to go off that would actually trip you onto some sharpened stakes. <laughs> And they even went so far as to uh, burn the tips of the stakes to harden them. Yeah. So th they know enough uh, wood lore to, to sharpen a stick, but you know I really don't know how how el what else there is to do about these guys. That's just pretty sick. It was one of those things I, ha I found there and had to kind of put out there because I was I was pretty impressed with with the level of deviousness that they actually had. So uh, you never did anything like that? No. Okay. <laughs> Thought about it, but no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now the next little fun thing that we have for you here, we go from the uncivilized to the completely and utterly <laughs> civilized. Uh, th this here is the Dapper Britons have politely protested Abercrombie and Fitch in the middle of London. Specifically speaking, the the flagship store where they are trying to open up another one on Seville or Seville. I don't I don't know how you pronounce that or pronounce that correctly. But uh, yeah, they, they have all these people who were organized by Chap Magazine to to protest the the inclusion of a new Starbucks or Starbucks. Oh my gosh, it is really one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the the, the uh, inclusion, the opening of a new uh, Abercrombie and Fitch in, in one of the traditional areas from the fine tailoring uh, in the middle of London. So, uh, the the thing that struck me about the picture is front and center is gentleman uh, is uh, Mr. B, the gentleman rhymer, <laughs> and uh, he's going to be the end of the show today. I, I love his style. I think it's really kind of fun, and it's an interesting little take on some hip hop stuff. But I actually kind of agree with these people. They you know they they did it in a really kind of fun tongue in cheek kind of way. Save Seville Row from Abercrombie and Fitch. Had give three piece a chance. Uh, it's like quality style and tradition. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think that that pretty much sums it up. And it, it's actually kind of neat to see people kind of dressed up to the nines out yeah. there protesting. Yeah. Except for the one guy in the middle who looks like he's a zoot suit riot kind of gangster. <laughs> I mean, and there's a pirate. I think I, I don't know. So I mean, some people I guess have different ideas of what 
a gent or a chap is. But uh, yeah, there, there's some uh, rather interesting fellows here. And this guy just looks like a banker. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so that, that, that's over at laughingsquid.com. You can check that out. All right, next up we got one from Steve. This is Table for NES Gaming. That's right. And uh, what this is is uh, it's basically what it is is a big coffee table that is made into <clears throat> the design of the NES control, the original Nintendo controller. And uh, what makes it so unique is the fact that it actually has a retractable cord that you plug into a Nintendo system and you can use the table as the game, as the controller. That that's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> the price tag's a bit steep, but I yeah, mean, for thirty five hundred, I mean, for thirty five hundred, the, the the actual gaming system better be inside there. Yeah, you would think, but uh, no, but that's it, it's I'd buy buy it. I, I think I would. You'd buy buy. I it? I would buy buy it. Oh, I would buy buy it too. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun fun. That is fun fun. <laughs> it was found over at uh, Etsy uh, over at Etsy dot com. Uh, the gentleman uh, Charles Lashier. You know, uh, he made it. He made it out of uh, maple and mahogany, so it's a it's it's a sturdy table. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, it is. It's quite. Yeah. It's good wood. Good wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next little thing. Oh, by the way, the price tag on that one's thirty five hundred dollars. So break out the piggy bank. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Snap, snap that sucker open and uh, oh, pop that thing open like a soda can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next one is the Thermosaurus Radiator. Unfortunately, this one is a complete uh, uh, fallback thing. I started to write the piece, then I noticed that the original piece was actually done on April 1st, and then I looked at a little closer at some of the images, and they're really, really nice renders. They're not actual product shots, which is a little disappointing, but it's taking the idea of a uh, actual radiator and actually turning it into like a cast iron skeleton of a dinosaur and having that be the radiator. And you know that's a little bit far-fetched because it would probably really kind of uh, torch somebody <laughs> if, if, you, uh, if you touched it. I mean, you're not supposed to sit there and play around with a radiator. And I'm really sure you're probably not supposed to uh, dry clothing and all other kinds of stuff on there. Although it is pretty funny seeing T-Rex with mittens on it drying. Well, we used to do that back in the day, but not on the dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure how hot that thing would have to get in order. I mean, I, that could work. I I really think that they could probably make that work. I think so. I, I would actually have that in my basement. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that one, that one was from uh, the the artist by Art Lebed. Oh my God! Never Sounds mind. French. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, next one is here. <laughs> this was from over at geekalohi.com. You want to take this one? It's pretty simple. Yeah. It's nice and easy, and I'm probably not going to be able to pronounce it anyway. Uh, what we're talking about here, uh, the next story, is um, superhero raincoats for kids. And uh, what is it? Just basic designs uh, of uh, Batman and um, Superman. No, no Captain Marvel. No, nah, I didn't see any Captain Marvel or okay. Iron Man or no Wolverine. No Wolverine. Although they should make Wolverine. That would be really cool. Actually, they should make a Wolverine chef suit with the knives over the end. I think that would actually work. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> All right, keep keep going. Keep going. What what elements did they incorporate into the little outfit? Well, what they did here was uh, <laughs> uh, basically what they did is uh, although the boots are not included. Uh, they showed they showed pictures of uh, you know a cute little kid you know wearing it and is with a Batman with the uh, hands out you know as he's getting ready to fly, and uh, yeah all it is is just a, a raincoat with a cape. 
I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Although I could see the cape getting a little irritating. I mean, we, we've all seen the uh, the wonderful thing from uh, Incredibles. No capes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really sad, though. The, the boots should be included at that I point. I think so. And, oh, man. All right. <laughs> but at least, you know, it's kind of generic because it could be super... It could be Batgirl, too. Yeah, well, and, either way, I, th- I think they should have uh, at least put, like, the little mask on the uh, on the hood. That's oh, that would have been awesome. The ears go up. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no ears on nah. it, is there? Okay, yeah, that that's why it looked weird. And Superman really doesn't need a, a hood. So, I mean, that's like the, the hoodie Superman. And the cape is just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, poorly designed. Yeah, the, ca- the cape's okay. I mean, it, it, it's a good idea in theory, shall we say. Right. But but the execution leaves, leaves something to be desired. Right. All right, speaking of executions, <laughs> we're killing it tonight. I know we are. <laughs> Super Mario Luigi hat earrings. Boom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. There's an artist called Could Be Yours, and she's over at Etsy. She has a fantastic collection of pretty awesome uh, clay polymer earrings that she's put together. Uh, they have Mario and Luigi sets. You could have either two Marios, two Luigis, or player one and player two. Uh, she also has a bunch of other ton, uh, a ton of other really, really awesome ones that I actually thought were pretty cool. She has the uh, R2-D2. She has the pendant from um, Darth Vader's mask. They have the little Koopa shells, the Triforces. Little, little, little fan favorite for you there, Stevie. Uh, she has other things like candy canes, Pika Pikachu's, uh, and they have a boombox. <laughs> The uh, Yoshi eggs, which I thought was pretty cool, and there was one here a little while ago that was actually the uh, the chomps. It was the tiny little chomps with right. the actual with the actual chain on it. So, but I don't see them right now. That that was pretty cool, and a lot of people like them. I just happen to like the uh, Mario Luigi hats. <laughs> All right, moving right along, the next little thing and the last little thing in the Geekcraft section here, of the Caffeination Podcast for you today is a uh, big hat tip to our friend Mass over at INeedCoffee.com. MIT completes the Holy Grail of hacks and turns the side of the green building into the game of Tetris. It's actually a playable game of Tetris. I don't see a lot of information on how you could play it, although they do have images over at the uh, hacks.mit.edu thing. Uh, They they have a whole bunch of other stuff. If you ever get a chance, you should head on over to that website because they have things like where they turn the dome at MIT into (laughs) R2-D2. Or, or add, like, it, it's kind of a tradition among uh, the, the students there. It's they, they do, like, a crazy prank or a hack, and they try and outdo every year. There's one year they completely disassembled and reassembled a police car, but put the police car on top of the dome. <laughs> I mean, the, the, there's some. Pr- I mean, that that one's kind of like a, reminded me a little bit of MASH. Because yeah. there, there was a. Uh, there was a, a bunch of episodes where uh, Radar was trying to send a Jeep home piece by piece. <laughs> So, so, I mean, there's fun things like that. But, I mean, that that just looks awesome. I think they should keep the, the Tetris thing going. Oh, yeah. Although I don't know how it actually impacts the in, in, inside of the MIT Earth and Planetary Sciences Department. So <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah, it is. I, I, I love that. So thank you very much, Mass, for sending that over. And that one was actually done the evening of April 20th, 2012. So Building 54. Not Studio 54, just Building 54. <laughs> 
All right, now let me let me get ready for Steve's world so that we, right. we have it going. We're, we're actually be playing out in the open. Uh, we've decided at this point until we get a little bit uh, more steady in how we're going, steady as she goes, uh, we're, we're going to be holding off on the live shows for yeah. a little bit until we can get it. Maybe we might do something a little bit different with that, but uh, the live shows are going to have to take a little bit of a hiatus right now. From the shores of Hyrule, Triforce in his hand, he's a bad, bad man. Here's Steve. Here I am. <laughs> and uh, what we're doing this week is uh, just a couple of fun facts. Uh, the last episode we did, I said that we were there. I'm trying to keep a uh, a theme on uh, each fact. He's just throwing random facts out. And uh, this week I figured we'll do space. I don't know why space, but I figured, hey, why not? Space. That's right. And uh, so we'll start off with... Uh, this fact right here, the middle layers of spacesuits are blown up like a balloon to press against the astronaut's body. Without this pressure, the astronaut's body would boil. Boil? It would boil. Which is weird, but... but not not like Susan Boyle, like you're talking like actual like bubble, bubble, bubble and squeak kind of thing? And there was the squeak. Even without their life, yeah, you still put in a little punter time. I, I can't help it. I mean, I, I don't even know where I am right now, but, but I can still make bad, bad jokes. And, uh, yeah, so, so, so it so, would boil. Alright. <clears throat> so, so what was else, what else, what else do you have from Steve? Right, well, you well, you, you well, told me another fun well, one upstairs, so come on. Oh man, I forget which one I told you, but... Metal. Uh, Metal! Uh, yeah, the, uh, it, see, this one I don't even have set up and ready, but I, I actually do remember this one. If two metals touch uh, in space, they are stuck together permanently. Do they have to be heavy metal? I don't... No, that's not a joke. I'm saying, like, is it like, you know, is it, is it aluminum and aluminium? It, it, it's like it, Megadeth and Metallica. You know? Oh, okay, so if you put them together, it's like a super group? That's right. It's, so like, it's like super a metal. It's like the traveling Wilburys of metal? There you go. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, we're going to move along to the next fact. Uh, the lower satellite orbits, the faster it must fly to avoid falling back to Earth. Most satellites fly in low orbits, 300 kilometers from the Earth. Some somewhere in there, there's a low flying joke. Yeah, I know. I, I just uh, can't think of one. Yeah, my, my, my brain, my brain stalled. Perhaps if I moved to a higher orbit, I, w I would be able to slow down enough. <laughs> but yeah, that that so they have to move quicker when they're lower. Yeah. So okay, so the uh, rotational speed gets higher the closer into the planet you get. So we're technically going quicker than the satellites then, because they're further out. Right. And we're pretty far out there right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right, let's move along here. Alright, alright. Keep, keep it moving, keep it moving. Come and, uh, alright, let's finish this with the last fact. On the finish moon, strong, finish strong. I'm trying. Come on, on the moon it is in sight. Finish line, break on, the tape. On the moon's surface are large dark patches called seas because this is what people once believed they were. However, they are in fact lava flows from ancient volcanoes. Really? Yeah. So it's not acne? No. So the man of the moon doesn't have acne? No, not at all. Okay. Unfortunately. Because we need a, a sick load uh, of, of proactive to get up there and get that <laughs> yeah, get, get that situation taken care of. Think think P. Diddy could send some up? Maybe. <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs Sean. Send, a rock, send a rocket to the moon with a little proactive. That might work. Clear that right up that for clear you. Clear that right up. You got a heavenly bodily body, girl. <laughs> Wait, it's the man of the moon. Well, oh, all right. <laughs> I, th and, I think I've ruined uh, <laughs> I've ruined enough of your jokes. Today. And that's it for the uh, Steve's World this week. <laughs>
That's right. Don't you know? Uh, all right. Uh, th they were actually talking about this on the radio this morning. Uh, we're moving into the food and caffeinated bits section here at the Caffeination Podcast. I feel bloated. Pizza Hut has a cheeseburger crust pizza. Now, these aren't your normal cheeseburgers. This thing looks kind of like a spirograph. looks kind of like a, a cross in between a taco dip and, like, a, a serving platter. But they put cheeseburger patties like slider patties all around the orbit of where a pizza would normally be. I actually really want to do this. This this looks unbelievable. They're calling this the most royal of pizzas ever. It looks good. Uh, yeah, th there's pretty much no chance that I would not try and eat the entire thing of this. Although that probably is a ton of, of food. <laughs> I don't like the fact that it has a whole bunch of junk in the middle. Like I don't know about you, but my pizza doesn't usually need all kinds of supporting elements in the center of the pizza. I like having the stuff on the outside. I think this is more of a response to the hot dog and the crust. Yeah. So what I want to do is skip the pizza entirely and just take pizza dough and wrap it around a cheeseburger, a bacon cheeseburger, and bake it so that it's one solid thing, like making your own awesome pocket. <coughs> Not even a hot pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> awesome pocket <laughs> i would love to try that i mean we we usually do pizza on saturdays here pizza and stromboli so i think i might try and finagle one of them yeah, I'll, let, I'll let you know how it works out if it works out we might be doing that for the block party this year but you know we'll just have like awesome pockets you need to try it with a coffee burger coffee burger there you go <laughs> see that that would actually tie into the show there you go <laughs> see see that now now you're thinking see now you're cooking with yeah. gas all right uh, moving right along to the next thing, uh, we have a wonderful little uh, cartoon from Ross Bollinger, who ha has a uh, little show called Ask Hank. You can uh, dial five three zero Ask Hank or That's It's right. Hank. Is it It ha It's Hank? Five three zero It's Hank. No, it's It's Hank. Yeah, five yeah. three zero <laughs> It's Hank. Sorry about that, Ross. But uh, and you can dial in. Well, a kid called in and asked Hank if he liked coffee. And uh, hilarity ensued. Of course, he, he had never tried it, so he gives a little shot. and uh, Right up into, in, into outer space. I think that was pretty cool, and it was pretty funny. So you can see some of the other ones. i got to tell you, the bully cartoon is actually pretty funny as well. So uh, you can head on over to... Uh, we have it hosted at thecaffeination.com, uh, so you can he head on over there and check that one out. Uh, next little thing is also another little simple little one-off. Uh, what I did last uh, week... I have a tendency, uh, my whiteboard's right behind where my coffee is and work, so <laughs> I doodle bad things, or weird things. Uh, at one point, I actually had a battery of guns firing uh, ca uh, coffee beans over top of it so that it turned the coffee pot into a battleship, and uh, I, I couldn't get a good picture of that, but uh, yeah, all glory to the bean is an actual coffee bean sunrise over top of the, the, the thing, so I'm going to be posting up the, the other doodles. So I, I might try and recreate the the. Uh, the, the the coffee bean battleship. I think for Christmas I'm going to get you like a giant whiteboard just to put back here. Oh right? man, that would be awesome. We should do a whiteboard behind us. I mean, yeah, we, we would take like a picture or do like a quick little thing. Just oh yeah, we we might have to make that happen. For you know, you'll see me on camera with an afro behind <laughs> an afro with alien yeah. antennas. Now, if I could find some way to actually doodle in front of me and have it appear behind you, that would just be dangerous, and then we wouldn't be a safe for work podcast no, anymore. All kinds of nonsense would be happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Uh, this is a pretty cool thing. It's miniature waffle furniture. Imagine a waffle iron that made doll furniture. 
I think that's fantastic. That's an unbelievable idea. My hat's off to the two people who actually did this. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce their names because they're they're. <laughs> one of them is Japanese and the other one is uh, I think Ukrainian. So so they're both beyond my capabilities at this point. It looks awesome. The only sad thing is that this is a one-off. So this isn't something that you're actually going to be able to buy. I think this needs to happen. I mean, could you imagine Amber gets a dollhouse and we just festoon it with a lovely little... Uh, <laughs> I mean, festoon's a good word. And, it is. And you got to work it in there. I mean, and, and or if, like, Paul's playing with G.I. Joe's or Paul's playing with the dollhouse. I don't even care who's playing with what. As long as we can eat the furniture, <laughs> I think I'm all good. And, you know, it, you wouldn't have to worry about, oh, no, you broke the table. And the table's like 60 bucks and it's tiny. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you ate the table. One second. <laughs> There you go, brand new, right off the presses. Get it? And you can even decorate it. Sprinkles, chocolate, everything else. I mean, I understand what they were trying to do. They were actually talking about the uh, the consumability of design. Absolutely wonderful. How does it taste? <laughs> right? Am, 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 am I lying? I mean, if these are like the Belgian League waffles, I think that would be really... Belgian League waffles. No, I'm saying like that's an actual kind of waffle. League style waffles, a really thick cake waffle. Remember right. we had the wired waffles. Yeah. So I mean they look similar in consistency. <laughs> it, it does look good. I will <laughs> Dude, I want to eat some waffle furniture. <laughs> we need to make this happen. We need to make this happen. <laughs> Moving right along to the next thing. This is another thing I need to actually get because I think it would just be awesome. Rocking and roasting coffee. Joey Kramer does coffee. Now, Joey Kramer is the drummer for Aerosmith. Aerosmith happens to be my most favoritist band. So, I'm a huge fan of Aerosmith. It came across that they actually have this. I'm going to be buying some to get it sent to me. I don't know what else is going to happen with this. I think it would be awesome. I had to share because I thought it was that cool. Uh, it's it's interesting because the two things that Aerosmith uh, produced other than good music, and we're not even going to, to look at the pop culture show that's currently out there. So they have the drummer who does coffee and the lead guitarist who actually produces hot sauces. I don't think you could actually make a band unless, you know, like one of them starts making scotch. I, I think they, they've hit pretty much the high notes for what I need in my life. Yeah, I think so. Although the uh, Slayer, uh, they... they uh... They have they have their own uh, liquor. They do. Yeah. What what is it called? Ah, uh, you know what? I can't remember. I'll I'll find out. We'll bring it to the next show. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, I found it like a week and a half ago that uh, they actually have their own uh, like Slayer brand rum or yeah. something. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. I know that there's a, a couple like rockers who are into wine, and in the next show we're actually going to have some information about some awesome wine that I'm working on the review of right now. Yeah, believe it. Coffee and wine, there is a connection. So we will we will have all that uh, up in there. So I have that lined up for the next show. All right, now moving right along to the last little thing. And, of course, I would po post something about the laser cutter last week because the laser cutter blew up this week, for lack of a better term. Well, it didn't actually blow up. Things caught fire. Other things cracked in half. So uh, laser cutter, laser cut sushi. Now, it's not technically the sushi that's actually laser cut. It's the nori. It's the seaweed wrap that they actually did. There's a Japanese ad agency that had a client that has a really kind of boring product. Basically, nori is, is the same product that it's been since the 1500s. And the company that produced this particular nori was trying to find a way to reinvigorate their business and tell everybody that they're open and still trying to like, you know, pay back to the community after the, hurricane and, or the, uh, the earthquake and tsunami from two years ago. So... The ad agency, rather than trying to you know, break with tradition or do something you know kitschy or goofy, which would kind of get lost in the noise over in uh, Japan, 
they really kind of hit with with a, a beautiful design. They basically used a laser cutter and cut different patterns that actually have different meaning into it into the the nori, and then wrapped the nori up in uh, in traditional sushi. So they have uh, good fortune, happiness, longevity, and a couple other ones that are out there. They have things like uh, patterns based on the lotus flower or on. Uh, uh, different weaving, and they're really kind of gorgeous. I mean, I would love to try this out. So, I mean, that that looks pretty neat, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I that, think so. That right there is some tasty design. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I do I do apologize for getting off topic. I want to actually uh, correct myself. It wasn't Slayer; it was Motorhead. Motorhead. Uh, the uh, Lemmy from Motorhead actually has his own wine. Lemmy is God. <laughs> uh, he he does have his own wine, and not only that, but uh, also Motorhead released uh, their own vodka. It's called Motorhead Vodka, but well, you know, <laughs> I think there's a whole list on Wikipedia of celebrities who own things like that. Okay, so Dave Math Dave Matthews owns a winery. Uh, Nancy Pelosi owns two vineyards. I mean, this is pretty crazy. So Slayer has Slayer. Oh, not Slayer. Motorhead, Motorhead has, has Motorhead, Motorhead uh, vodka. vodka. All right. So there you go. All right. <laughs> it's becoming a trend. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Gordon has it. Wow. Wow, there's a ton of people who own wineries and stuff like that. I, I, I want to own a Scotch distillery. That's what I want to do. <laughs> that's exactly, that's all that really needs to happen. We need to make this work. It'll be the Caffeination Scotch Distillery. That's and right. why? Because we're going to drink coffee and we're going to drink scotch, maybe even at the same time. <laughs> but, uh, all right, there's a lot of really fun stuff that we talked about today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We're always up for comments, feedback, suggestions. You can either leave a comment. We actually have the pin it button for Pinterest right now, so you can send that stuff over there. Kiss has... <laughs> well, all right, so we might end up doing a, a roundup of all the different beverages in rock. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll put that on the next show. But if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions, anything else like that, please feel free to, to fire an email off to caffeination at gmail.com. You can email me at paul at caffeination.com. Or you can uh, reach me at steve at caffeination.com. Our phone direct-to-voicemail line is 215-240-1319. We have a Facebook fan page, Twitter. We have all other kinds of matter and nonsense, and everything is listed over at the homepage, www.caffination.com. Can't remember if I did say it, but we are a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. All the member shows have agreed to create child-safe, family-friendly, and educational stuff. So hopefully you learned some, some stuff here today. Like, for instance, don't do a show when you're this tired. <laughs> All right. Thank you ever so much for listening. And stay caffeinated, people. <laughs>